0: to scale your results without working harder to learn more click the link in the show notes or go to million dollar seller welcome to the 2x podcast here's your host bill caskey good evening bill caskey back at the 2x podcast for today Today's episode deals with a question that I saw on one of my LinkedIn groups, and the question came from a salesperson who was asking the group the question about questions to ask, and his struggle was that he was going into prospects' offices or on the phone, and he was struggling with what questions he could ask that would open up the prospect, he was finding a lot of doors slammed in his face and uh, maybe maybe not literally but and physically, but just not getting a lot of openness. And so as does happen on our LinkedIn group, uh, a lot of people started weighing in on what kinds of questions to ask, how to ask them, uh, what to do once the customer prospect either answered or didn't answer them if they ignored or uh, deflected the question and there was a whole lot of a lot of effort on what questions because that was his that was his question to the group but being the rebel that I am actually I'm not a rebel I guess I guess what I'm trying to do when I get a question from a sales professional of any kind I'm always looking for the deeper meaning and the root cause and the idea that okay there's the question that's asked But there's also what's really happening, what's really going on here. And I find that there's always two things. There's the thing you think is going on and the thing that's really going on. And so I want to share with you my answer to him and maybe get some of your input as well. First off, questions. The statement I would make is that questions aren't always the answer. Ooh, that would be a good title of a book, wouldn't it? A question is not the answer. And I think that we've been taught from the time we were young sales professionals or sales amateurs, what I was back in my early 20s, we were taught that questions were good. They were the instruments. They were our uh, scalpel. They were the thing that brought out the issues from the customer. And that might have been true, and it might still be true, but I'm not so sure that starting with a series of questions... Is a, is a resourceful way to do it. In fact, I think that there's a whole lot of feeling of interrogation if you just start asking someone who you don't even know. And and most of these this person's prospects, he really didn't know them. He was calling them cold or he was calling for an appointment and then he would get the appointment and then go in, but he still didn't know the people. There was no rapport there. And I think you've got to be really careful about Posing questions to someone that either, A, you haven't earned the right to ask, or B, you haven't, earned, you haven't grown the rapport enough to ask. So I've got a neighbor. He's, he buys and sells companies. His name is George. And I could very easily go over to George. We could sit down by the fireplace and have a drink or a cigar. And I could ask him anything because I've been his neighbor for 10 years. We've been to Reds games. We've been to baseball. We've played golf. We know each other real well. There's not a question that he wouldn't ask me or that I wouldn't ask him. But the first time I met George, when he first moved in, I didn't know him. And I knew we were going to be neighbors. And I kind of suspected we were going to be friends because he's a great guy. But still, I didn't ask him a lot of deep, dark questions because I didn't know him well enough. And I think it's the same thing here. Whenever you start to pose questions to people that you don't have a good rapport with, and it's not because you're bad at establishing rapport, you just don't have it because it's early in the relationship. So my first answer is not what questions to ask, as everybody else's response was their reaction was all about close-ended questions versus open, open versus empty, close versus what do I do once he asks a close in a question? And there's was a whole lot of, and these are all people who I really respect. And I appreciate the response. My response is don't ask questions. Don't start the conversation by asking questions. One recommendation, this, this person is in the accounting field or financial planning field. And so one of the people said, well, the first question is, what do you think about financial planning? Well, Again, you just don't know the guy and you're going to call somebody up and 35 seconds into the conversation, you're going to ask him what he thinks or ask her what she thinks about financial planners. How am I supposed to answer that question? And what I find is that when you ask those questions up front, they can be seen as, because this is the way they really are, they're gotcha questions. So you're hoping that person answers this question in a way that causes you then to either pose another question or to say, oh, okay, I gotcha. I got gotcha you on that one. Let me tell you the truth about that. So I vote for no questions for a while. So you might say, okay, smarty, what should come in its place? You can't just pick up the phone, call somebody and say nothing. And of course not. But I think I would start with a, with a rapport builder. And my rapport builder has always been, and it always will be, some form of, I don't know if there's anything that we do that could be of help to you. I don't know. I don't know if I can help. I don't know if there's a fit. I don't know if my company does anything that your company needs or that you would find valuable. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What that does is it opens up space for the both of you to determine and discover whether there is anything there. And I I, I get a kick out of some of these big five training firms and they talk a lot about the, you know, the situational question and the implication question and the expectation question and the financial question, the champion question, the question for the Fox, but nowhere in there do they ever say, look, you got to establish some rapport first before you start asking these questions. So that would be my first goal is to establish a little rapport. And say, look, I, you know, I've got your name from a list or I got your name from Joe Smith. And the purpose of my call is to see if you would have any interest in having a conversation. I need to tell you right up front, I have no idea if anything we do would be of help to you. So that's step number one. Step number two, I would have a story, a go-to story. Something that either, either proclaimed the kind of people who seek you out It might sound something like, you know, I'd like to ask you a few questions, but before I do, let me share with you that the one of three types of companies that typically finds us valuable or seeks us out or comes and gets us or uses us or whatever that language is. And then I think you say there's three types of companies. One is a company who struggles with A. Two is a company who wants to achieve something else. We talk about that in our course the new rules course that we have online called newrulescourse.com but i would start i would start there i would start with a story i would start with some kind of some something where you talk a little bit and you talk about the kinds of companies that find your work valuable then i would come back and maybe ask the question what in that did you find interesting did anything resonate with you did you relate to anything that I just said, any of the kinds of companies that we find ourselves working with. And let them tell you then what they found interesting or intriguing. And if they found nothing interesting, then maybe the person is just not open. But they wouldn't have been open anyway to a series of questions. I at least want to give my chance myself a chance to succeed by establishing some kind of rapport without posing a question that puts them on the spot. You know, this upfront part of the process, whether it's on the phone or face-to-face, is a very sensitive time. It's a very vulnerable time. They're checking you out, asking themselves the question, can I trust this person? Do I like this person? Is my information in this person's hands safe? You are checking them out to see, are they a prospect? Are they a candidate for working with me? Do they have the right kind of attitude and ethos? And do they have the right kinds of problems that I can help them solve? So there's a whole lot of checking out of each other. And I think that's good. It's like dating. You know, you, you check each other out, not, not physically, although you might, but you know, you, you say a few words here and a few words there and you pose a question and you say something funny and there's a little give and take and there's a volleying back and forth. It's not just posing interrogative questions. So I want you to think about that the next time you are in a mode where you are prospecting or introducing yourself to a group of people or to a person. Just slow down. Don't be so quick with the questions. You're looking to double your business. You deserve, just like we're always trying to get people to open up, well, why don't you open up? Why is it always us asking the prospect to open up? Well, you know, the prospect has to open up because we've got to find out if they have the pain that uh, would necess- would require them to open up and find out if we're a pro- they're a prospect for us and if we're a fit for them. Yeah, but what about you? We want them to open up, but we don't want to open up, do we? So where, where does that come in? That comes in after you interrogate them? After you decide they're a prospect, then you'll open up? No, that doesn't work. You've got to open up first. The way you open up, is to open up with what I suggested earlier in this podcast, which is, I don't know if there's any fit. That's how you reveal yourself to them. Now they can be revealing. They may even come back and say, well, why are you calling them? If you don't know if you can help me, why are you calling? So you got to be ready for that. That won't happen very often, but it might. In which case you say, well, that's a good question. Maybe I shouldn't be calling. Uh, the purpose of my call was to determine if there's anything at all that would necessitate us meeting or me sending you some information. I've got tons of white papers and webinars recordings and things that I could send you, but I first wanted to talk to you about some of the issues. But the fact is, not everybody's a fit for us. Not everybody's a prospect. I'm I've been doing this for 27 years, 12 years, two years, whatever, and I know that not everybody is is a candidate for us. So I'm just trying to be truthful with you and let you know that we know not everybody's a prospect. So the point is, be a little revealing of yourself. Don't just ask them, don't get in your mind that what do I need to do to get them to open up? Why don't you open up and let them follow you? If you want uh, more information on Bill Kasky, me, you can go to BillKasky.com. And there's a free course there, a three-part video series. I know I talk about it a lot, but it's called the 2X Quick Start. If you're interested in one of our 2X peer groups the starting, we're probably going to be starting another one in late January or early February. We've got three groups going now. The last one just filled up here a couple weeks ago. So uh, we'll be starting them again next year. So stay tuned for that. And if you're on the mailing list, you'll be notified when a new group starts and be happy to chat a little bit with you live to see if it would be a fit for you. So until next time, enjoy and just chill. No interrogation. Leave that to the police. Okay. see you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at Bill at billcaskey.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill